Welcome to the Haringey Education Partnership Brief. It's Monday, the 21st of March. I'm Luke. And I'm Maya, and we're here to bring you up to date with what's happening in education. Here's what you need to know this week. Today is International Day for the Elimination of Racism, and race was very much in the headlines last week. On the 17th of March, the government published its response to the Sewell Report. The Sewell Report, you may recall, was published last year and received criticism for broadly rejecting institutional racism as the reason for disparities in ethnic groups in the UK. The government's response to the report is likewise attracting disfavor, as it stresses the importance of other factors, aside from racism, that pose challenges for ethnic minorities. Notably, ministers will drop the term BAME, standing for Black, Asian, and Minority Ethnic. When it comes to affecting education, Schools Week has released an article detailing nine points schools should know about. We've linked the article in the show notes. The strip search of a 15-year-old black girl, referred to as Child Q, in a secondary school in Hackney, is receiving renewed attention after the local child safeguarding practice review found that safeguards were bypassed and race was likely to have been an influencing factor. Staff at the good-rated school should have been more challenging to the police, had insufficient focus on safeguarding needs about suspected drug use, and deferred to the police's authority. The review said DfE's guidance on searching children should be strengthened by including much stronger reference to the primary need to safeguard children. They also mention it contains outdated terminology that should be urgently corrected. The Education Endowment Foundation has found that contacting parents of persistently absent pupils by letter or text can help improve attendance. Overall, however, evidence on what works to boost school attendance is weak. This has prompted the EEF to team up with the Youth Endowment Fund for a new study of English schools' initiatives. They are now looking for schools with promising initiatives to increase attendance for a new grant-funded study. According to new research, Year 1 pupils have fallen furthest behind in reading as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Analysis by the National Foundation for Educational Research found that progress stalled for all primary year groups during the pandemic but the negative impact on reading was greatest amongst the pupils in Key Stage 1. Year 1 pupils also showed fewer signs of recovery between spring and summer of 2021 than those from other years. The cohort in Year 1 last year has never experienced a normal year at school. This week's Deep Dive... International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination The International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination is observed annually on the day the police in Sharpville, South Africa, opened fire and killed 69 people at a peaceful demonstration against apartheid pass laws in 1960. And today, 62 years later, too many individuals, communities, and societies still suffer from the injustice and stigma that racism brings. In the UK, the response to the Sewell report, and most recently the strip search of a young black girl at a school in Hackney, are just two examples of the prominence of racial discrimination and the horrendous impacts it can have on lives. In 2016, Haringey had the biggest gap in the country at GCSE between white British and black Caribbean students. Exclusions and behaviour were equally disproportionate, with black Caribbean students four times more likely than white British ones to experience a fixed-term exclusion between years 7 and 11. 
Our Turkish and Kurdish young people face many similar outcomes, with very low average attainment levels at key stage two, especially in reading, and also a heightened risk of exclusion. Closing these gaps for our BAME students is a top priority for HEP. HEP has worked hard with its partners over the last five years to develop work on Black Caribbean and BAME achievement. The term BAME is an imperfect and problematic acronym used to describe peoples of Black, Asian and minority ethnic heritage. We know this term encompasses a hugely diverse population, both culturally and socioeconomically, whose lived experiences cannot be defined by a single word, and we endeavour to acknowledge these differences in the work we do. In short, the work Haringey's BAME Achievement Steering Group does aims to change the culture, so having the difficult conversations is the norm. All Haringey schools have signed the pledge, a promise to champion BAME achievement in all areas of school life. The steering group works to put an emphasis on pupil voice, in-school reviews, training, governor recruitment, and host an annual conference. HEP also thinks it's essential to change teaching and learning to respect multi-ethnic perspectives. And so we're working with Opening Worlds at Key Stage 2 and the Black Curriculum at Key Stage 3 to start to do this work. Looking ahead, we'll broaden this to cover all ages and stages. We are infinitely stronger together in tackling barriers as deep-rooted and long-term as racism and disparity. At HEP, we're working with Tracy Campbell from Together Transforming Behavior and Haringey Learning Partnership to improve approaches to behavior, inclusion, and alternative provision. We also aim to provide additional support for children, parents, and families through NIA Academy, as well as working with With Insight and the Parental Engagement Network. Meanwhile, since 2009, the White Spaces Project at Leeds Beckett University has been exploring how to make systemic diversification of the curriculum and the education space stick. Schools Week reports that the project's key lesson has been to shift the conversation about racialized inequality away from deficits, problems and gaps that need to be filled and refocus our attention on how cultural power is consolidated through our institutions, including schools. The White Spaces Project traces how distribution of power and inequality is coded as white and how this coding relates to other forms of social inequality. As a result, it uncovers the particular and contextual social, institutional, and emotional processes that create whiteness as a cultural force in British society and globally. In schools, these processes can include any number of professional practices, including school assemblies and classroom management, as well as the institutional policies that uphold these practices. Understanding and unpacking how these institutionalised practices have come to accept and take whiteness for granted helps bust two myths. First, that whiteness is only about white people. And second, that it is somehow automatic or natural and cannot be unlearned. Practitioners at schools can use this knowledge to learn new processes that are more inclusive and actively combat racism. To read more about the work of the Haringey BAME Achievement Steering Group and the impact that this is having in Haringey schools, visit HEP's website and read our blog. We will be publishing case studies of the hard work taking place in our family of schools. We'd love to hear about the work you're doing to ensure racial discrimination is a thing of the past. Email us at info at haringeyeducationpartnership.co.uk. This week at HEP, Mr. Numbervator will be joining us to deliver TA training for maths. This kicks off at 9.30am on Monday. Heather De Silva and Fran Hargrove will be running the second part of their Leadership of the Curriculum training on Tuesday the 22nd of March at 1pm. 
Melanie Widnall from Haringey Early Years Team will be hosting an ECT Plus primary session on inspired literacy on Thursday the 23rd of March at 9.30am. All sessions are virtual and are available to book on our website. This week, we've been watching Connecting the Dots, Interoperability in the Field of Education, a webinar from OECD Education and Skills. Education has seen a remarkable increase in the use of digital technologies and data. Investments in software can prove rewarding for schools, but educators still face the challenge of dealing with too many different systems. How can we create coherent digital ecosystems for education? Watch this webinar to learn more about existing collaborations worldwide and understand what education can look like when countries adopt standards and policies for interoperability. This week, we've been listening to Classroom Management, Evidence-Based Education Podcast. Managing the behavior and activities of a class of students is a huge part of what teachers do. Great teachers manage the classroom to maximize the opportunity to learn, and no model of great teaching could be complete without classroom management. This episode of Evidence-Based Education Podcast explores a few factors and ideas that can help teachers consider and manage behavior in their classroom. This week, we've been reading Dr. Ajay Sharman's Play Your Cards Right, Social Mobility and Further Education in SecEd. Social mobility has remained a key indicator for access to higher education. In this article, Dr. Ajay Sharman compares entrance to higher education for disadvantaged students to Play Your Cards Right, and discusses the challenges those students face in gaining access to university. And that's it for our Monday, the 21st of March, HEP Brief. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, share on social media, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This really helps people find our show. This brief has been written and produced by Maya Cardwell and Luke Kemper. Music by Shane Ivers. We'll see you next week.